Big Guys Little Ties podcast. This is okay. uh, our guest of the evening, uh, Mr. Goran, the Ghost Relich, UFC veteran, uh, 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 bare knuckle boxing champion, former uh, uh, veteran of uh, KSW and former KSW champion, fought in the Rising Championships of Japan, right? Yeah, and yep. then. Uh, Various other organizations as well, too. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt and uh, Native of Croatia, right? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Quite the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, man, how, so how's everything going, man? Everything else is good? You look great. Yeah, uh, everything is good, man. Just, um, you know, except for the fact that I lost my last fight. That's kind of sucks, but um, yeah. uh, it is what it is. So got to, you know... Um, get my shit together and start over, and that's it. Well, that's part of the process, right? I mean, a, a true professional, yeah. and a true champion in life. I mean, you're, we're going to have all losses in life, but especially yeah. in MMA, you learn the lesson. You have to get over it pretty quick, right? True, true. It's a it's a hard fact of life, but it is what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, you know. I think I think in you know in MMA and combat sports in general, like I mean, it just it's synonymous with life because. You know, let's face it, man. We're gonna have losses. We're gonna have failures. Bad things are gonna happen. Tragedies, right? So we have yep. to learn how to recover yep. from it so we can live a good life. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so uh, we're also joined in studio with the producer Jason Floyd is here too. He's a uh, he covers MMA quite a bit uh, as well, and he has his own podcast okay. as well too. But um. Yeah, man. So, so let me tell the story about Goran. So we first met each other when I moved to Las Vegas uh, after uh, I was done with my wrestling career. And there's all these studs in the gym there. There's like Vanderlei Silva's training and Randy Couture and, and, you know, Ray Seppo is there and all these other like just studs are in Las Vegas because Randy had the first, Randy Couture had the real first big uh, uh, gym there. And then I just see that this guy, I'm, I'm looking at this guy and he's got like, he's just lifting weights like, it's tons of he's doing like these massive power cleans like over and over again. And I'm like, geez, that guy looks pretty freaking jacked and strong. And it was Goran, obviously, just doing like massive cleans. And then, uh, and then I, st I started teaching the wrestling practice. And then we came in, and this guy comes in. He's just, I could tell he's a stud athlete. I knew that uh, he was strong. And the thing is with you, you kept like. We'd have practice would be an hour long, and then we'd sit there for an hour afterwards because you would ask questions about specific techniques and things that would work. So you were always very inquisitive, yeah. more than anyone else that I that I had worked with. So, but not to interrupt you one more time, I just wanted to Jordan. Jordan uh, was a, a wrestler. Uh, Jordan was a uh, uh, is a U.S. Army veteran. He served in Afghanistan, and he's a Florida native yeah. and a Tampa native as well too. So nice, yeah. We're both uh, okay. we're both we're both fans of yours. Where did you wrestle, Jordan? Uh, very. I just wrestled in high school, my friend. Nothing, not even on the level of you guys. Then I I went off to okay. do the okay. the army thing. Okay. Where did you serve? Afghanistan. Uh, I I spent a year in Afghanistan. Yeah, I was stationed in um, Wiesbaden, Germany. Uh, okay. And then I did some training in Fort Jackson. Carolina, South Carolina, Fort Belvoir okay. in Virginia. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. So Goran, you spent you spent like so so what's going on with you, man? Like um so you said you, you just came off the la- the loss of the last fight. What are your like what yeah. what's your thoughts right now? Uh well I kind of um over um estimated my uh abilities you know it's like uh it's like an ego fight because you know at at the age of 34 35 i was able i was still able to get hit with a sledgehammer and i wouldn't get knocked out you know like i I sort of got like i i was able to take a good punch and uh you know it just starts to wear off after you after 36 37 and like it's something that i something that i didn't want to admit myself that's happening so i went i went in for a brawl against a guy that's like 29 years old so you know it's, it wasn't a smart decision it was just an ego ego-based Challenge. stupid decision by me and uh i didn't want to my coach was was telling me to wrestle him and you know just try to beat him on the ground but i didn't want to i just wanted to i just wanted to strike but, you I know see. yeah so it's, it's it's a stupid decision but um you know i don't feel sorry for it and like i would go i, I would go for it again i don't care you gotta follow your heart man <laughs> yeah yeah you you know what it is so like it's it's hard to accept that uh, you're not what you were like two or three years ago you know it's hasn't been that long and you don't want to believe that that happened in that process in that period of time and it yeah. did so yeah it's the constant challenge of life right yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's it's yeah it's it's one of those things that i knew because i was always like able to take a, to eat like a, a strong punch even a head kick like and not get knocked out you know and if then right. even when i did get yeah even when i did get knocked down i was able to recover and stand up and you know people were telling me that that's one of the things that goes off with age you know it yeah. wears yeah. off yeah and well, you ha- that's it well you have those excellent uh croatian and uh ancient thracian uh genetics so that probably lasted yeah. you for a very long time yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Right. So th- the Thracians uh, wasn't wasn't Spartacus uh, a Thracian? Uh, yeah. 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 So what? What's I, I don't know about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the expert on, on ancient history. Okay. Right. right. Relatively yeah. positive. Right, but 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 you know that that region was part of ancient Thrace, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you got some of that in you. Okay. All right, man. Yeah, well, you're, you know, honestly, man, like you've had a a, lo- a long career. You've had thirty, what, thirty three uh, MMA fights or so. Yeah, thirty three, thirty four, right. something like that. And then you've had the bare knuckle fights, and then you've yeah. had, you know, other, and then you know what I mean, like, and uh, I, you got nothing to be uh, sorry and apologetic about. It's just all about learning lessons, and you know, where, where, where one door closes, even even in the midst of this career, like where you're like. I think, you know, we're like, maybe, okay, now I need to focus on grappling. Okay, so focus on grappling, you know, because, you know, one day, you know, uh, 
all things come to an end. You know what I mean? Like a career is going to be over and then you move on to the next chapters of your life after that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing yeah, wrong with sure. that. You got nothing to be, I think you, you no. know, you look, you look back on everything with your career with, with massive amount of favor and the amount of things that you've done, the places that you, you've traveled quite a bit of places too, to make this happen for yourself. Correct. True. True. Yeah. True. Right. It's been a, yeah, it's been fun. It's been, it's been real fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's all about the journey, not the, not the destination, right? For sure. For sure. Where did you, so where were you, so when I'm, when I met you in Vegas, you know, cause we, cause we lived together briefly, right? You remember that? Yeah. There was some fun times yeah. we had. Um, uh, and, uh, you had lived in England previously, right? Yeah. I spent, uh, I spent some time in London, England training right. uh, jujitsu. Right. Uh, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like, uh, it was a different time. Uh, you could not get, uh, it, it was not as easy to get a source of information on, on the techniques. On jiu-jitsu. Like there, there was no, yeah, yeah, like for anything, like for any kind of training. Yeah. You know, MMA was obviously, it was not on the level that it is today. Jiu-jitsu was not at the level that it is today. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get like funny, uh, what's the word in English? Like, for example, when I do gi jiu-jitsu, right, uh, I still do moves that are considered obsolete because nobody does them anymore, right? Because I came from that old Gracie school where you would pull guard, you would jump guard, you would go for stuff that you don't see these days in the modern jiu-jitsu anymore. Right. So, every, yeah, every time when I do gi, people, people, people uh, always ask me, like, yo, like, nobody does that anymore i'm like no nobody does it but it works right so <laughs> no one expects it funny. Uh, yeah yeah it's like people people are like hey man that's old, that's old stuff like nobody doesn't use that anymore i'm like right. i don't care but like you know i i learned yeah. this and, and it works so it's funny uh -huh. how sport evolved and it changed and everything is uh everything is different now yeah well, uh, it's just it's interesting when things uh they gather popularity and the more and more people come into them like a the meta like develops of what works and what doesn't and something that could have been like common practice or knowledge with time like you said just gets phased out it is uh I've always found that fascinating yeah and then I'll tell you one thing like there was no uh, the information was not as accessible as it is today but uh i really I, I enjoyed the journey and i enjoyed in in the whole process like right. we basically i remember we came we came to london in 2006 we knocked on roger gracie's door me and a friend of mine and we were basically like we knocked on the on the guy's door we right. didn't know anybody yeah we, we didn't know anybody we we did jujitsu on our own. We were learning stuff from VHS tapes because there was no DVD oh, wow. back in the day. Yeah, and uh, we knocked on the guy's door, and he opened the. His father opened the door. I still remember. And uh, we walked into the gym, and we presented ourselves, and uh, we asked if we could train with him. You know, huh. and uh, yeah, and he allowed us to train with him, and that's how we we started. And uh, I remember we got our blue belt. I got a blue belt. He, my friend, got a purple belt, 
and uh, this was like 2007. Yeah, th yeah, this was 2007. When we came back to Croatia, like there was a bunch of people like talking shit about us, like um, calling us names for that or whatever. It, it was crazy. It was just for, a different time. Just like haters, you mean like that? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. because because uh, yeah. back in the day, there was uh, there was in the whole country of Croatia there was one guy that was a blue belt by Fabrizio Verdun and uh, mm -hmm. me and this guy we were the we were the second and the third guy that oh, wow. received a blue and a purple belt yeah wow and there was so, a lot of there was a lot of hate man a lot of hate so well yeah you, you build up the rivalry I get that stuff but like so when you went to England and you just went there like where did you like how long were you there and like how did you live like how did you like get by did you have money did you have to work like like no so it was a, it was a different time <laughs> so it was a different time we um uh let me remember so the first time when we went there um we <laughs> we were basically so in that time if you did any kind of martial art right uh, there, there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, stores, sports stores, and like coffee bars in my city. Right. And but yeah, and you could knock on any coffee bar, and if you knew the owner, and he knew who you were, you would ask for some money. You would tell him why you needed for, it, and like people would give you money. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's not. This isn't like. Uh, okay. This isn't like mafia protection no. money. No. 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 no, 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 no. No, not at all. I'm just no, kidding. No, 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 I was like twenty. I was like twenty-one or twenty-two. I, I, I think I'm, uh -huh. I was twenty-two, and I remember like there was like a bunch of us youngsters that were like doing the martial arts. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. guys were doing kickboxing. I was, I was the only one who was doing jujitsu in my town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, most of them were doing like full contact. Uh, kickboxing, Muay right. Thai, yeah, and like all the all the uh, coffee bar owners were like really like happy to to help if they you know yeah financially or whatever. Right, that's awesome, yeah. man. That, that, that that's really cool that they would do that for you guys just to support the sport. Yeah, like man. they're just enthusiasts, or yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they didn't ask nothing in return. They, they were just like supportive. Yeah. Just generous, yeah, awesome. just donation, donation. Generous, that's yeah. amazing. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I I miss those times, man. It was like it was really people were really uh, connected and like um, people were not all about the money back in the day and like you know they were not only materialistically oriented. They were like I feel like people were more together. I got you. I that, that, yeah, that that's just what I. That's just how I remember that time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you asked me, you asked me about London. Okay, so when we when we went to London, we slept in the gym. We ate, uh, we ate shitty food. Um, we ate like food from the cans. Oh. Uh, we ate crackers, tunas. Uh, we ate. Yeah, canned food, canned food basically, and like we didn't have a lot of money, but man, I remember one thing: we were happy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We slept in, the, we slept in the gym, 
it was cold outside. Sometimes we would cover ourselves with the ghee. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wow. It, it, was, it was funny. It, it was. Yeah. It's a commitment. It was a different yeah, time. Yeah, man. You, you know, you're, 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 uh, you set a goal for yourself and you're dedicated to the craft. There's something really to be said about that. It's very pure, you know? Yeah. yeah and, and, and you know what, what I like about that time? Like these days, every, every guy considers himself a martial artist or, you know, something. Uh, back in the day, like, nobody did jiu-jitsu man nobody like if you right. did jiu-jitsu you were considered like a, a crazy person you know they i remember in uh in my country people used to call us names like you know gay or whatever and uh, they called it a gay sport same with wrestling right and they were mocking they were mocking us all the time like yeah. and if you did jiu-jitsu you were considered like a complete weirdo and then later you know, it became popular, uh, I would say, 2015, 2014, 2015, when it became, like, generally accepted by the crowd. And then it's funny, like, you see, after all these years, you see those people, those same people that were, like, calling us names, now you see them, like, wearing, I don't know, blue belt, purple belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, know? well. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what's up now? Like, and the pe yeah. people come to me, like, and now they come to me. Now they're like, oh, Goran. Like, uh, I'm like, yeah, what is this? You know? What? So. What? How did you get started in it? Like, what was your what was your motivation to get started? Because you had started in another sport, right? With your yeah. uh, with your family. Uh, uh oh, uh, might have lost you, bud. Can you hear us? Like since I was like, oh, he's back. You hear me? Yeah, we lost you for a yeah, second there. Kind of like, okay. uh, yeah. So I was, okay. Yeah, I was always involved in sports since I was like six years old, and uh, it's just like um, never, re never really found something that was fulfilling me completely. And uh, the first time I grappled somebody, I was like, that's it. I was like, that, that, that's it, one hundred percent. Just felt it. Yeah, I was lifting. I was lifting weights until that point. I was in high school. I was like, uh, I was like very thin, very weak. Uh, so I, I and very tall. So I needed to lift weights in order to uh, put on some muscle muscle mass. And uh, it, th this was like fulfilling, but I I felt like I needed something extra and. Uh, a friend of mine came and he said like let's try this there's a there's a there's a grappling sport you want to give it a shot and i was like yeah let's do that so we did it and i didn't know what i was doing like i i didn't know what i was supposed to do i was just like when i felt that that contact i was like this makes perfect sense like that's that's what i want to do nice and when you know yeah. you know yeah dude yeah yeah it's providence right so all right yeah, so fulfilling definitely so you make so you, miss, you spent that time with roger gracie arguably one of the if not the one of the most 
the best jujitsu practitioner practitioners ever, grandson of Helio Gracie, right? Helio, or, or, yeah, yeah, the best, yeah. And then the you came to the states after, or did you go to you went to Germany? When when did you go? Where did you go after that? Is that when you came to Vegas afterwards to to hit to start off the uh, the fights in America or in Europe yeah. or the UFC career? Yeah, I was I was yeah I was twenty three I was twenty three yeah. and I just got my purple belt. I remember and. Uh, that's when I got offered to fight EFC. Hmm. Uh, this was, yeah, this was 2000 and late 2007. And uh, I, I immediately accepted it because uh, I knew I will never get a chance again. Hmm. And uh, I still remember I was supposed to fight a top contender. Uh, and the, the, the purse was like three plus three. Right, and, three and three, right? Yeah. Three, three thousand to fight, three thousand to win. Three thousand to win. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, let's let's do this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, the salaries were like really, really bad at the time. Yeah, it was so like peanuts. On top, yeah, on, on top of that, on top of that, like fifty percent goes out of your pocket. To, uh, you got to pay the taxes and you got to pay the manager. So it's basically fifteen hundred plus fifteen hundred. And uh, I remember traveling to Vegas, coming there, and uh, my manager at the time and my coach had an argument. And uh, it's a long story, but like my coach left and I, I ended up alone there. Oh. And, yeah. And uh, like a month before the fight, I ended up all alone there. Like I had, I was there alone. No car, uh, no money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was bad. So uh, coach. I had to borrow some money. Yeah, no coach. Uh, I had to borrow the money to buy the bike to go to practice, and that was like uh, thirty minutes drive hmm. uh, every morning, and then thirty minutes back, and then again in the afternoon, like thirty minutes there and thirty minutes back on the bike. Around the bicycle in the middle of Vegas, right? This is to, in the middle to extreme, of Vegas, yeah. This is at Extreme Couture, right? At Randy's gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was a fun time, man. And uh, anyway, make a long story short, I won, and uh, yeah, and, and that fight was like uh, life changes after that, you know. Yeah, so this was your fight, fight with uh, this is fight of the night. You fought Wilson Gavea, right? And you knocked him out or yeah. TKO'd him yeah. with the body kicks. Yeah. 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 Very impressive uh, UFC debut. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a fun time. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember you were telling me you were like uh, when I when I because I moved out there about like six months or a year after that I guess, and uh, you were like, yeah, I'm living at this place, and it was like the, I don't know, what was it like a travel lodge or an econo economy like extended stay where they have like. It was not a nice place yeah. where you were staying, right? It was like crackhead. There was like crackheads and you know all these other people around, and you're like, yeah, I live. I stayed here for like yes. three months, right? Where you stay? How long did you live there? So, so there, there's a funny story about that place. So, so, so here, here's the thing. Let's do this. So, so I first came to Vegas, right? And 
obviously there's there's an elevation there's a dry air the, there's a jet lag so mm. i'm like i'm like messed up completely i i feel like like shit and uh i was there with my coach for like let's say five to six days mm-hmm. like trying to um adjust at the time and everything and uh weird things started to happen right so there was a guy in the room right next to ours okay and uh every every night we around three four o'clock in the morning we would hear banging on the on the on the wall right there's silence and then all of a sudden you hear somebody goes like and then again like and he would do that whole night right so i wake up i wake up so listen to this i wake up the first day and uh normally i sleep very tight you cannot wake me up right and right. this this, this guy will this guy woke me up yeah <laughs> and uh yeah and uh i i get up and i see my coach he's holding his head and he's like this and i'm like i'm like hey who is this guy like what why is he and my coach is like no no trust me trust me he's insane he's insane he's not normal he's insane i'm like we got to do something right anyway we couldn't do anything because we were foreigners and uh on the third day uh i i saw the guy during the uh, during the day and i could tell right away there was something wrong with him he was holding a, a dvd pointed at the sun and uh he was he was looking in in the sun through the dvd Mm. for like for like one hour oh wow yeah that's got to be good for you yeah 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 and and i was watching the guy i was on the pool and i was watching the guy and he did that for one hour he just stood there and looked at the sun he stood there and look at look at the sun through the dvd and he had a pen and he was uh he was like writing something on the dvd with the pen Okay. And his face was like his face was scary. So the next day, I opened the door and uh, there's a police line on on his um, on oh, his like room. Caution tape. All right. Yeah. A- anyway, he ha- he had a corpse inside. He murdered somebody. Oh. Yeah. It was yeah, like man. it was in. So it was in the the dead body was in the room like the whole time. Like for a while? Yeah, or? I, yeah I, I think so. I, I oh, think my so, God. Yeah. You anyway, said funny then, story. Anyway. I thought the DVD thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, he, I don't know if he killed the person in the room or he or he brought the dead body inside, but there was a dead body in that room. No shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Vegas, baby, Vegas. What a guy. Yeah. Vegas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now we know. Don't yeah. stare into the sun through a DVD. You'll kill somebody. Pen. Use the no. pen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he like staring through the hole? Like uh, in the yeah, middle? Yeah, he was looking through. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He was looking through the hole, and and he had a pen, and he was like like uh, yeah. like writing something on the DVD, and then he would look. He would look in the sun again. He was doing that for like an hour. It was scary. It's weird. And uh, yeah, I was watching him, and I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" Right. Yeah. And uh, 
next day they they found a they found a, a dead body, dead body. In, in his room. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So then, so so funny story. So I so I moved to Vegas. I'm training there. I'm teaching. I get a job at uh, you know I'm working in the nightclubs there. I'm working at the Rhino in Vegas. And Goran, I think I don't know if you had already like left, had your back because you hurt your back. You had back surgery, and then you come back to Vegas this for your was, other. This was before. It's before. No, this was before before the back surgery. Yeah, this was like October yeah. 2008, September or October 2008. Right. But then you came back and you stayed with me for we lived together for a little bit, and yeah, uh, this this was this was 2010. Yeah, so yeah. so I mean, this is a guy like I really you know I, I admire people that go after their dreams and goals because I'm the same. That's one thing that I wanted to do, and so we were living together uh, for a little bit, and uh, I'm working full time, but I'm also training too. So I had like weird a weird schedule. I'm working like because the the Rhino was open 24 hours a day, right? So it's open like my shift was like 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. So really weird. stupid, screwy schedule. Yeah. So I'm exhausted. So I'm exhausted yeah. all the time. I'm training. I'm I'm working and I'm like drinking coffee all the time, all day long, and eating like crap. Anyway, I'm so I'm so tired. One day I come home and I'm like. Well, do you want to tell this story, man? I don't know. You can tell the story if you want to. You don't have to tell it if you don't want to, man. I, I already started it. Well, it's not even that yeah, bad. I, I, it's not even like that bad of a story. But this is how much I. This is how comfortable I am with this guy, and how much I really appreciate him as a friend. All right, so we're. Okay, so, so anyway, I woke up. I woke up in the morning. <laughs> and. Uh, and I went, I went to the toilet to take a dump, dump obviously. Right. And uh, and I did it, and I'm like, "Where's the toilet paper?" Like, so right. <laughs> let me interrupt you. So I'm already like, I'm so tired from work, and the bathroom is next to my room, and I'm laying down there, and I'm just exhausted, and I'm like, "All right, I just heard him take a dump." And there's, I know there's no toilet paper in there. I wonder, I wonder what he's gonna do. <laughs> you asshole! I, I couldn't. I was so tired. I couldn't even move. So I just wait. I just waited to see what was gonna happen. So go ahead. So go ahead. So go ahead. Take. So, so I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, there's no toilet paper, but it's not even like I never even thought about. But this guy is like laying there, and he's actually—he's he, actually—he knows there's no toilet paper, and he wants to see what I'm gonna do, right? So, so, so I'm like, I—I I mean, I, I'm like, what, what was I supposed to do? I—I I, I took a shower, obviously, right? Well, and, uh, uh, well, did you take a shower or did you use a, did you use a sock first? Did you, was it a sock or was it a shower? I can't remember. To wipe with. He's like, a shower. After I took a shower, he comes to me and he's like, uh, he's like <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no, I thought you used like, a sock first. Anyway, yeah. I guess you had to be there for it. No, 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 this is what you said. This is what you said. Like when I, when I got out of the bathroom, you said you said uh, you did the right thing. I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes like, 
I was there. I was listening. <laughs> and, I, and I knew there was no toilet paper. And I was waiting to see what you were going to do. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me? Like, like, what do you mean? It's okay, man. It's okay. You did the right thing. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. I'm like, you're a... You are. You might yeah. hang out with the DVD guy, dude. Oh, <laughs> you test man. the people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah. That, was, that was a funny moment. But um, anyway, uh, bro, so like, yeah, we had a good time together. You showed me about some uh, Croatian and, and uh, Balkan culture. We ate the chivapi, right? And you yeah. showed me... Uh, what, what else? So chivapi was like the highlight of the food, right? Because chivapi is the little, uh, it's the little uh, kebab pieces, right, that are kind of, yeah. but you eat it in a little sandwich bun. Yeah. Delicious meat. Have you had it before? Yeah, there's a there's a restaurant right by my house. It's so good. Oh, see? Yeah. Another reason my- for you to come visit Tampa again, man. Yeah, definitely. I love the place. Love it. Yeah. So you, do you have the, you have the chivapi there? Yeah. I've, the, the, they have a... I think it's a Serbian restaurant, but they have like Serbian, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. but yeah, you get those. It's huge. It's a lot of food. It has they look like the little sausages kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. It's good that's stuff. That's the one. Um, okay, so then you're in Vegas. We have the fights with the UFC, and you take a little break. Right for a little period. I remember you had like you know you, you know you and you moved to Germany, right? And Jordan lived in Germany as well. But where you where were you in Germany? Were you in Berlin? Were you in uh, Frankfurt? No, no, I fought in Germany. I fought in uh, my last fight in the UFC. I fought in uh, Oberhausen. Right, I knew that. But then yeah. didn't you didn't you stay yeah. in Germany for a little bit too, or you, or you visited, or you were going back and forth between there and uh, no. Croatia? No? no, no, this was later. This oh, okay. was later. Okay, no, okay, this okay. Later. Okay, okay. So, uh, after, the, uh, after the UFC, I had like a couple of uh, minor fights in the, a uh, couple of fights in the minor leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me remember. This was one with Croatia. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then another one was uh, in Switzerland, in Geneva. And uh, after that, I, I started to fight KSW, and I fought there like uh, 2013, 14, and 15. And uh, eventually, I lost the title uh, October 2015, and uh, I needed some time off. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started to fight bare knuckle in, uh, in England. This was like uh, September 2017. Right, time off to, to, <laughs> yeah. fight, to fight bare knuckle boxing. Time yeah. off the gloves, maybe you know. <laughs> time off the yeah. I needed like I, I had some like private issues, so like I needed to step away a little bit from from fighting, and I didn't fight for like a year and a half. Okay, all right. And uh, yeah, when I decided to come back, it was difficult. Everything changed in that period. Like 2015, I remember was like uh, that's when everything changed. I think the whole world changed, in my opinion. That's, I think, a lot of, a lot of things changed in that period, and uh, it was so difficult to get a fight. Then, I remember, like mm. before that, it was so easy to get fights, and then all of a sudden, like, this was the period where everybody are like, everybody became fighters, fighters, 
and uh, all this Instagram warriors and, and bullshit again. And uh, it was so difficult to find a promotion. And uh, at the time, because I didn't fight for like a year and a half and I didn't have a contract with anybody, uh, the only possible way for me to get a fight was uh, bare knuckle. Right. This was the only thing that was available. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And uh, they asked me, like, do you want to do this? I was like, hell yeah. Like, I want to give it a shot. And I, so here comes the same story again, right? I say, yes, I want to do this. Right away, when they published, when they published that I was going to fight there, I started receiving, like, letters, uh, emails, uh, text messages, uh, Facebook messages like you're a disgrace of the sport like uh, uh, how can you do this yeah like like a real yeah. a real athlete does, doesn't fight in that kind of in that kind of discipline uh, I'm like what the hell and then like uh, so this was like this was like September 2017 right and I then when I won the fight, people were look. People still kept looking down. Um, but you know, it became uh, sort of like little by little, people were accepting it. Right? right. Then you hear like there's a big uh, bare, bare knuckle boxing promotion in, in the states, another one, yeah. and all of a sudden it became like uh, it became like uh, everybody wanted to fight it. Well, let's take a, a right. step back. So you won the original bare knuckle boxing. You were the original light heavyweight or heavyweight bare knuckle boxing champion, right? Yeah, light, light heavy. Light heavy, right? But then you know, because I remember watching light one heavy. of your fights where you fought the, the like the the gypsy boxer. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the one guy. Yeah, uh, McCrory, yeah. right? That was pretty yeah, cool, yeah, right? Because you get yeah. to face like, because you know, there's there's the big, uh, not a stereotype, but there's the tradition of gypsy boxing in England, and you see those guys, you know, they square off, they do like old fashioned fisticuffs, where it's like a cousin fighting a distant cousin for three thousand dollars because he insulted somebody else, and you fought one of those yeah. guys, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Guys like Tyson Fury I mean, and some of these others come from that tradition as well, too. And then, you know, like, it's funny for me, like, how the same people that, uh, that, uh, that say bad things about you, in the end, they, they want to fight there. And yeah. some right. of them did. Trendsetter, <laughs> so man. It's, it's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. People are fickle, right? The crowd is fickle. Once it's for sure. you know, accepted. People are just so quick to, to throw shade and like hate yeah. on you for just whatever is not the norm. Yeah. Like who are you for just sure. mean like random sure. people or people you knew or just like internet warriors or, or what? Or giving you giving you a go. Uh, man, man, you would be you would be surprised. Like a lot a lot of people from all the circles, like the the a lot of the coaches uh a lot of the okay. a lot of the fighters um not not all of them like some of them were like hey man like congratulations you know like like it takes guts to, to do this 
but like a lot of them were like this is barbaric this is uh this mm -hmm. is a street fight this is a disgrace of the sport this yeah is, you know. i i I don't think it's barbaric. I think it's cr I think it's crazy as hell. I think it's awesome, but it's crazy as hell. And what's even crazier is that new power slap shit. Have you seen that? Yeah, man, that, that, that's, that's too much for me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pushing it, right? Right. That's a little bit too much. We've got to draw the line of bare knuckle boxing. That last bare knuckle. Did you see the uh, uh, Luke Rockhold versus uh, what's his name? The Perry Mike Perry. Mike Perry. He knocked. Uh, Luke Rockhold's teeth, like they go flying out of yeah, his mouth, yeah. like you know, like and they just shattered. It's crazy. Yeah, I would draw the line probably at bare knuckle boxing. But next thing you know, we're gonna see, we're oh gonna start God. seeing, we're gonna see knife fights. We're gonna see, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever clubs or salat. We're gonna, that, you know, like that's probably gonna happen at some point. Be cool if like Kali, the Kali six, Kali, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you might wanna, you want, you might wanna hear this. So. In 2000, let me think, in 2006 or 2005, I'm not sure, in 2005 or 2006, I was like 21. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I have you heard of those guys where, where they have a cage and then there is a one big guy that fights like two or three smaller guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that one. I like okay. the one where, where they dress okay. up like uh, Batman and Robin, too. Have you seen that one? But go ahead. No, finish the story. no I haven't. Yeah, but, finish the story. But, Sorry. But, but listen to this. L l listen to this. So, so um, <laughs> in 2005, there was a local show, right? And uh, owned, by, uh, owned by one guy, very funny guy. And uh, he, had, he always had these original ideas, right? And uh, it was 2005 when he came to me with the idea of uh, me fighting a main event against two small 60 kilo guys. This was, this was yeah. 2005. Yeah, 2005. Was 2005. Wow. Yeah, freak show. Yeah, freak show. And I'm like, are you insane? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, trust me, this is the future of the sport. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> right? So <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, what, what other ideas you have, right? And this guy was like, okay, there's another one. I'm like, what is it? Tell me. And he goes, okay, he's, here's what we're going to do. He says, you can choose one fighter that's going to fight with you. I'm like, okay. And there's gonna be two other fighters, and you're gonna face you're gonna face each other. So it's like you and another guy against yeah. two more guys. Two v tag two. team, right? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, what the hell? So this guy, this guy had had these ideas like 2005. I remember that. Yeah, and that ended up happening, right? Like yeah. they, they were doing the five, two on twos, three on threes, yeah. five on fives. The problem with that is, oh my God. as soon as one guy goes down, it just snowballs. The whole team just yeah. smashes the other team, right? There's no, and it's over in like thirty seconds. <laughs> the fights never last more. It's like, right. it's, it's 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 if you have like a series of teams, maybe throughout a night, maybe it's cool. But like the one, it, it just yeah. lasts no more than a minute ever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make sense. We had to do it, you know, as a, yeah, as a race, just it, to you know? say, you know, we did it. You know, maybe we'll start bringing out the bears and the lions and the gladiator stuff, you know. I mean, that, that'll probably get sanctioned at some point in, in Montana or something, you know. <laughs> Might be kind of cool, actually. Human versus moose, you know, bare knuckle. God. Moose knuckle. What? Moose knuckle. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Polar bear or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a tough go, yeah. man. It's we it's weird. it's weird, man. It's yeah. It's I don't know. I, this is a weird time, weird times we're living in, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like people are trying to make something new and something special, yeah. and uh, right. I just don't think it makes sense, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all already been done, though. The gladiators yeah. were doing it in Rome, and I'm sure that it was happened in other places too. That's just exactly. the most the most publicized, right? Not just in Rome; they were doing it in all the other coliseums yeah. throughout the the Roman Empire. So I get what you're saying. I just and I, honestly, it will probably be sanctioned at some point. It will you know you'll find a a place, a country, a state in America that. Will let pretty much anything happen, and they'll they'll let that happen. Wow. You know, it's just it's not it's not a matter wow. of if it's a matter of when. Hold my breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So man, so you have the bare knuckle fights. Uh, they're all yeah. in England, right? I remember watching those. They're yeah. they're pretty entertaining. You know, and you're a guy. So it's cool because you're coming from a jujitsu background, and. Uh, here you are boxing and, and, and knocking people out and stopping people, which is pretty cool. And you're yeah. fighting. You're, you're the you're the bad guy yeah. that they brought in for the local talent to to beat, right? To put on the show. So. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That 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 was a that was a crazy, crazy drunk crowd watching the the <laughs> fights. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah, and I remember girls walking up to me after the fights and asking like bad stuff and like oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of bad stuff yeah. like do you want to go burn this house down or like what were they saying? <laughs> like what, what kind of bad stuff uh, were they saying to you it was funny so it was funny so a girl <laughs> came to me after the fight they were all drunk as fuck and like i remember <laughs> i remember one of them walked up to me and she's like my girlfriend my girl wants to meet you i'm like okay so she shakes my hand I'm like, okay. She starts talking to me, and I'm, I'm, we're talking, and and she goes like, listen, she just wants to give you a blowjob. She's just pretending to be nice. I'm like, what? The <laughs> fuck? Hey, man, yeah, just so, nice and upfront. Yeah. All right. I, you know, that or burning a house down. It's an easy choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess so. So, uh, all right. So it's the bare knuckle fights. Then, then, um, and then now you you fought in the ACB for a minute, right? You see, you're fighting in Russia, and the last few fights have been in Russia, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's now called it's now called ACA. It's called ACA. Absolute Championship. Ahmad. Yeah. Ahmad. Yeah. Based out. Those are Dag Dagestani organization or Chechen or what is it? Chechen. 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 Yeah. 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 What's it like being in, going to Chechnya? How was that? That's a good question. Uh, 
Was it interesting? Everything to... is fine, you know. You respect. Yeah, you, sure. you respect the rules, and you know, you, I never had any, any difficulties or sure, like, sure problem. Are you still Are you still with them? Are you still fighting in that organization? Yeah, yeah, I still okay. fight there. I got they're, you. Uh, yeah, they're a good promotion. You know, they 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 respect the fighters. Uh, there's mm -hmm. no trash talk. There's no uh, there's no negative publicity. Right. And uh, you know, it's all about it's like, competition, it's like old, right? Old school. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's old. It's like Russian way, old school, and right. that's it. Yeah. Man, the one thing about because you know me when I was wrestling, I, I competed against uh, a series of guys from Dagestan, and, and the one thing I can say about them is the is the discipline, and the organization, and the and the warrior spirit of the people of that region. Whether it's Dagestan, Chechnya, or Ossetia, or Ingushetia, or any of the other North Caucasus regions, it's yeah. it's just you know they're yeah. all just they're they're built you know they're warriors, you know for such a a region with a low population. For sure, everybody is, you know the combat sports are are, are highly regarded, and uh, I was always a fan of that. Definitely, so, definitely yeah. In interesting culture. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, the, so was the last was the last one. Where was your last fight? It was in Russia, but where where was it? What city? Uh, it's, it was Minsk, Belarus. Oh, it was in Minsk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Minsk, Belarus, and uh, this whole war uh, messed up the the relationships between uh, Croatia and Russia. Right. So that was a little bit, yeah, that was a little bit of a mess, but um, uh, in Belarus, I can enter no problem. So that's why we, we decided to fight in Belarus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you can't, well, because, you, well, well, Croatia is part of NATO now, right? Is that what it is? And then Russia is yeah. opposed yeah. to it. So, and then Minsk or Belarus is, is yeah. not part of NATO, but they're not, you're not in opposition with them. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, or not you, but, but you, the you nation know. of the nation of Croatia. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. Interesting time, interesting times that we're at. You know, being so close, and then you, growing up too, uh, during the Yugoslav wars. I mean, you're you're a kid when it all happened, right? It must have been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting to go through. It was. Yeah, this was. Uh, yeah, this this was a different time. This was definitely a different time. Yeah, this is after uh, like comparing these kids today, comparing the kids. Yeah, comparing to the the kids today, they're like very soft to put it that way. Comparing the comparing yeah. the way that we were. Yeah, comparing the way that we were uh, raised, they're like, these kids are like soap, man. They're like yeah. soap. Well, they, you uh, yeah, like I, I'm, yeah. No, it makes sense because you're like born. They're, you, they're um, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. They're they're treating the kids. Yeah, yeah. They're treating the kids like they're. Um, I don't know what to say. Men mentally ill, or mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's like they don't let them go to school on foot. They mm -hmm. they're like trying to make everything easy for them. They don't let them fight. They don't let them go out. They don't let them, you know, spend time 
playing outside or whatever. Like they, they really, they're making a mess. Coddled culture. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You guys have the same. Yes. Yes, it's very similar. Yeah. As well too. And some, you know, I think now. So the pendulum is always swinging back and forth. I think people are realizing that, especially since COVID, that being on your phone and being at home all day is not healthy ideal. at all, <laughs> yeah. not ideal. So there's, no, not there, is, there is a movement to get people away from electronics, back into nature, back to activity, and you know what I mean? So that it's swinging back in that direction. So I think it'll always continue like that. That's just kind of the nature of this existence is part of that, is that pendulum swing. And so... Well, how does it go again? What's the saying about the, the good uh, people? It's, uh, it's like hard times create a uh, hard times create like strong men. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I know the one. Yeah. 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 Hard, was it hard times create strong men, strong yeah, I know, men I know, I know. create soft times, soft times create weak soft time. men, soft men create weak hard men. times, hard, hard times or weak yeah. men. Yeah. Same thing. Hard times. So that's the cycle. It's going it to always kind of continue like that. So you grow up, so you're born in 84 and Tito, so you know the uh, the former Yugoslavian premier Tito, uh, what he 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 died in 1980, right? So you're in post, you're you're, you're in communist uh, Yugoslavia, but it was the beginning of the of the end of the of the former Yugoslavian um, nation, and uh, the wars began. Well, you were like what, like eight, nine years old, ten years old, something like that. Well, yeah, no, so yeah. six or so, six or seven years old because it started in like 90, 91, right? Yeah, 90, 90, 91. Yeah, yeah. So you're seven years old. So, yeah. I mean, other people can't really relate to it because we, you know, I've never been to war. Uh, I know Jordan has and, and my family has, and my, my, my parents, my brothers. But it's just something that you really can't put into words, right? I mean, it's just something that you have to experience. No, I mean, I remember I was like seven years old and uh, it, it was like, uh, what's the word? Alert? Like uh, mm -hmm. aware? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, man, we would go to school on foot. Nobody was, was driving us the cars, right? Yeah. I was like seven years old and we would go to school and like at least a dozen times I heard grenades dropping on my town. And like, this was normal. And we were in the school and the grenades were dropping on the town. But, but we were, we were like, we were on the class learning and the teacher was like, pay no attention, just keep, keep going. And that's where we got. This, this was it, right? That's crazy. When, when it would like yeah it is when it would be like really bad then they would say like okay let's go let's go to the basement for like 30 minutes and then we'll go back and we would keep learning right yeah. and like when when I, I swear to god so like when i compare that time to this time i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe we were raised wrong way i don't know well, ideally, no one should have to endure a grenade blast at yeah. school, you know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe if there could be a balance <laughs> yeah. between that and uh, 
never going outside yeah. or yeah. anything like that. Well, the yeah, thing is, I, I remember, I remember, like at, at least a dozen times, we like as we were walking in the school, we we heard grenades dropping on the town. I heard airplanes. I heard guns. I heard machine guns. You know, you could hear them. Yeah, and that, this was like normal for us. So yeah, yeah. Well, know. yeah. I mean that that like uh, you become it becomes normalized for you, like you said, but. You become a hardened man, and you know as 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 time goes on for this era, I, I see it like this: like the wars are becoming less and less throughout the world, right? All the great wars have probably already happened. Maybe not. Maybe we're on the verge of another one, another massive war. But um, I think this is where I think someone like yourself and the martial arts and the professional combat sports industry takes a hold of things, right? Now, instead of it being a massive generalized war, it's all focused on individuals and individuals having combat. And you know what I mean? That's why I think it's a great place for people to focus their energy is on those things rather than on the grand scale of the wars between nations. You know, I think there's a place for, for sure. It. For sure. But I think, yeah, but unfortunately, people are so stupid and limited. Uh, especially here in this region and uh, I believe that like sooner or later I'm, I don't think there's ever going to be a war here again but like there's going to be small conflicts sure. and like yeah even even all these years after the war you still hear people talking bad about each other uh, because of the war and these yeah. these kids are like twenty years old, right? Yeah, these kids are. The war was nineteen ninety, and they were born. These kids that are talking about it, they were born like, I don't know, two thousand. Yeah. Five. Right, right, right. And they're the ones. They're the ones talking about the war. They're the ones talking about the hate. They're the ones. You know, it's it There's, repeats itself over and over again. So there's still some factional so, issues going on, you know. Is what you're saying like yeah. you're still yeah i got you some nationalism and i understand do you hear that clicking is that me? i do no. oh it's him okay. Okay. okay cool cool nothing we're hearing some i hear some static on on the on the on the call but we'll get it yeah. taken care yeah. yeah okay was throwing me off i'm glad you said something yeah i would have just like pretended just, just <laughs> sat there and took it yep <laughs> no man um what, what uh what what made you guys start start your own uh, your own podcast? It's a good question, Nick. Well, you know, we're trying to save the world <laughs> one man at a time. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, okay. And okay. here's the thing. You're welcome. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> so no, uh, it's been a uh, it's something I wanted to do for a long time. I don't know. Uh, uh, number one, uh, you know, my, my MMA career, which kind of, you know, never really ever took off. I, uh, I, I wanted to find a way to creatively express myself and in, in doing so helping others one way or another. And, um, you know, as I, it's been therapy, not only for me, but I find, you know, like connecting with people, helping people, telling good stories. Is he still on or is he, is he off? Oh shit! God damn it! 
Who are you talking to, man? I know. Bro. Talking to you. <laughs> Dude, where are you at, Goran? Come yeah. on. Starting to act a little like that DVD guy, man. <laughs> Saw over here testing people's volition with no toilet paper. <laughs> bro, did you take the he, toilet paper? I don't remember. I was so tired. I don't even remember the rest of that story. Like you made the right choice. And I was. I may have said that, but I just remember laying down, and I was just. I was just. I was just like, uh, and then I could hear the him sitting down on the toilet and just, you know, Confused, dropping, scared. just dropping. And then I heard like. I heard him like I heard the I heard the, the I heard the you know the shit hit the toilet. It's like, <laughs> close I quarters. Like, then. I was like, oh, I <laughs> yeah, because okay, the bathroom was connected to my yeah, room. Yeah. I, had, okay. I had the door for my oh, room I went you, into I the bathroom, you. and then there was a door in the hallway that went into the bathroom too. So the, the shit hits the toilet, and I was like, I was like, no, you know. And then I tried to make a joke out of it afterwards. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you imagine if like he just walked out? Yeah, that's you know? what I was, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to test. I was like testing what? him to see yeah. where his uh, personal hy hygienic album, or uh, you know, his phone might have died. You know that? Yeah. Let me let me text him real quick. But uh, we're about an hour in anyway. You're over an hour. Are we over an hour? Okay. All right. I wish we could have said bye. Yeah, Goran. Um, anyway, Goran Relich. Uh, you know one of the best guys that I know. Uh, I really admire this guy's ambition and what he's been through and his journey has been pretty amazing. He's still continuing, he's still fighting. He's 38 or 39 years old now, I think he's 39. Um, and uh, you know, he's kind of a big deal in, in, in the old country, in Croatia and, and in uh, former Yugoslavia. There aren't many guys uh, who are professional athletes, let alone have fought in the highest MMA organizations in the world. KSW champion, UFC veteran, five times. Uh, you know, that's that guy's a he's a real stud, and I'm I'm happy to know him. Yeah, so it's a pleasure to meet him, to meet you. you know, yeah, I'm talk. I'm gonna talk to him like he's here. Right, I miss him. The proverbial you. Yeah. Or, all right. Yeah. So I wish we could have finished it off with him. But, um, yeah. Thanks man. for coming on to Big Guys Little Ties. You know, maybe we can do it again. Finish this. Uh, you can finally answer his question. Yeah of the podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. See you.